Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Belvedere, the world's finest all-natural vodka. Belvedere is made with 100% non-GMO Polska rye, pristine water from their own natural well, and no additives. In an exciting development, the Ringer will be partnering with Belvedere to host their first ever crossover podcast featuring Ryan Rossillo from Dual Threat, Kevin Clark, and Robert Mays from the NFL Show. All live from Caesars Palace in Las Vegas on November 12th at 9 p.m. Post the Monday Night Football game. Join Rosillo, Mays, and I as they discuss all things NFL, from the greatness of Pat Mahomes to Eli Manning's future in New York, plus a number of valuable gambling and fantasy tips. Come hang with the Ringer NFL crew in Vegas on November 12th, and just visit bit.ly slash Belvedere Live to purchase your tickets. This very special live podcast is all made possible by the world's finest all-natural vodka, Belvedere. And please remember to always drink responsibly. See you at Caesars. Welcome to the Ringer NFL Show. I'm Robert Mays, joined as always by Kevin Clark, who is sitting right next to me. In Las in, Vegas, In a Las Nevada. Vegas hotel room. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay. You went on a heater last night. I did okay. Yeah. I, 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 I had a blackjack run. Unlike many that I've ever had in my entire life, and I'm going to take it because, as you know, how long are you going to not play after that? Because now, you're oh, I due. absolutely will not play before yeah. I leave. Right? I mean, you're I, not. You're, here's my you're thing: due. I actually don't have like a gambling thing. Like, if right. I win, I can easily walk away. It, it's it, that is it, it's the one vice that I really don't have. I, I it doesn't pull me in, is what I'll say. I will say that most of my friends have crippling gambling problems. And when that happens, I, I am an extremely, uh, I'm like you, I'm not compulsive. I can just get up, but all of my friends will just stay at the table and then I'll sit back down and then lose the money I want. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm very proud of it. It's the one thing where it's like, you know what? I do okay with this. And if I double my money, I get up and walk away. I'm not it's gambling this thing. trip because it's the fourth time I've been in Las Vegas this year. And I'm, you, I'm officially t- over it. You told me that this morning. I'm officially done and, with it. And that. I was horrified by that idea. I'm, I'm taking a break from it, gambling. It is the second time I've been in Las Vegas well, you in just, 2018. You, you end up, you know, you, it's a bachelor party. It's a birthday. It's a fight. Whatever That's it is. the reason. And I, then, I came to one bachelor there. party and then I came to this. And that's the I can only, only two times I've the been The only here. times I get excited about gambling are when I'm not here for like eight months. And I talk myself into me being good at gambling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, yes. It's just like I forget how bad I am at it, and and I, I if I don't have that amnesia, everyone I is will bad at gambling. Gamble. It's right. very important Except to the it, casinos. It's very important to know that everyone is bad at gambling. The casinos every time are you insanely in. good at gambling. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I came here during March Madness, and it was very fun. And but during that trip, I did not convince myself that I was good at gambling. So I'm definitely not good at gambling. Speaking. Of who's good at gambling. <laughs> Vegas odd makers are extremely good at, at gambling. Today was all you need to know about the NFL today yeah. is that every single line was like six and a half or higher. It was just a really ugly day coming in and it turned out to be just as ugly. My favorite thing was like last week, it was all these stories like Vegas got slaughtered. And that's just sort of a backdoor way for Vegas to be like, come play, guys. Come on. It's, it's, great here they're basically like the haunting at hill house people are just like come join us everybody's winning and then and then meanwhile everyone takes you know chiefs plus 16 and they get slaughtered so here's what happened today everyone that the chiefs plus 16 happened and even the people that won money which i was with some of them today they won a bunch of money this morning on like dumb games like chargers minus 10 and everyone threw it away on the eagles everyone the line at the Caesar Sportsbook at like 5 p.m. was almost around the corner. Everyone threw the money away on the Eagles. It was amazing. I, I, I watched it happen, and I was like, I'm very sorry for all of you. So I will lead into some more football here. I think that the most happy fan base walking around, Russell and I recorded some stuff downstairs, the most excited fan base today was the Washington Redskins fan base. And that's where we're going to start. Uh, I saw some Browns fans that were really enjoying themselves as well. But yeah. uh, yes, I, I think those are the two. Well, those two teams are in different categories. One of them is going <laughs> yes. to win the NFC East, and one of them isn't a complete tire fire. All right, let's 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 talk about that. Yeah. It, what the hell is going on with the Eagles? Okay, so it was a it was one of the strangest games because we've sat here for the past couple of weeks and we've talked about 
just penciled them in. We just penciled them in. It, it, it's and I'm watching that game today, or as I kind of thought about that game, it was like, all right, well, you know, the Eagles are the Eagles, but the the Cowboys defense is pretty good, but they can't. Dallas will not be able to score on them. The fact that the Cowboys were able to just cook Rasul Douglas the entire <laughs> game is just like, I don't know. I just did not expect that to happen. I I didn't account for how bad the Eagles defense happens to be in spurts right now. So first of all, Jason Garrett is now Mr. Aggressive, which is really funny and I'm enjoying it. And I can't wait to see weird about to get fired. Jason Garrett lash out at the NFL for the rest of the season. Now, Elliot Shore Parks made this point on Twitter. I agree with it. This is the first game this season where you can equally blame the offense and the defense. It was a strange game. They looked disjointed. Um, I'm starting to think that, you know, it's funny because I, I wrote this on Friday, but Aaron Schatz came out in an ESPN column and says, everyone keeps talking about the Eagles and maybe even the Cowboys a little bit for the NFC East. But there's a couple of things to remember. Number one, statistically, the Redskins have a remarkably easy schedule the rest of the way. Yeah. And they have a one-game lead. And a one-game lead in a 16-game sport is really important. It, it now they have a two-game lead. But you watched that game last weekend against Atlanta. It's like, why are we even paying attention to this team whatsoever? And then right. they do what they did today. And you think about the one-game lead. You think about how bad the just the division has been, period. I cannot believe I have to watch the Redskins in a playoff game. I, I seriously believe can't believe it. When it, was the last, I, mean, I, I mean, I have to ask you a question. So they made the playoffs and lost to Green Bay a couple of years ago. They had that well, 2012 was the last time they no, they made it in 2015, 2014 season, <laughs> 2016, <laughs> 2015 <laughs> season, 2016 playoffs. I've erased that from my memory. They played kind of an uninspiring game at home with Kirk Cousins. <laughs> that, that's called the Washington Redskins. Yeah, they okay. played an uninspiring game, fill in the blank. I guess you know, I, I would say the RG3 year. I was gonna say. Maybe in the last 20 years, when was the last time you watched the Redskins in the playoffs and were excited about it? I would say the one RG3. The RG3, they were exciting in 2012. Yeah. I mean, there were so many games they played. They had Kyle Shanahan. I mean, there were a lot of elements to that team where it's like, all right, I can watch this. That is not this team this year. So did you see this stat about the Redskins not having a lead change this year? No. Okay. What was it? I, 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 I just said it. I mean, the Redskins have not had a lead change oh, in their games. <laughs> That's I thought, it. I thought you were exaggerating. No, that's they that's, literally haven't had a lead change this season. That's the stat. That's the stat. Oh, we're gonna look this Lord. up. Good All right. Lord. All right, you ready for this? The Redskins from the NFL have played nine games without a single lead change. They've been wire to wire leading the entire time. <laughs> that seems they've impossible. Played, or they've been wire to wire losing. Oh. They are the first team with no lead changes through nine games since the 1954. The NFL put in a put an ellipsis here. Redskins. This is a Redskins tradition, apparently. It's an Alex Smith tradition, not coming from behind. It's a running game tradition. It's what happens when you have a good run defense. I don't know what's going on. I think I'm having a stroke. Their games are so weird. I mean, think think about the games they've lost. So the the three games they've lost in pretty decisive fashion. I guess the only three games they've lost are the Carolina game, the game against Atlanta, and that Saints game where they were a disaster. Yeah. And they've won every other game this season. It's the strangest football team I can remember. I mean, I just oh, don't understand them. We're about to talk about the Titans in 10 minutes, buddy. It's <laughs> a good point. So let's not go <laughs> it's, big it's on the hyperbole on a Titan show. It's a very good point. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, I think I think it, it, it's it's a very strange season. I think that I'm done penciling in the Eagles as I a mean, good team. Tonight was definitely the nail in that coffin. I mean, There's that no was reason horrible. You know, Scott Katzmar makes the point. I I completely, I mean, just changes the way I think about it, but 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 it's obvious. This is the highest scoring season in the history of the NFL, and the Eagles have scored 24 points once. I mean, and tonight was the day I... Figure re- it out, guys. I really wanted them to put it together tonight. I, you I thought that... I, I didn't Golden, say Golden this. Tate's here. It's I thought like, it could right. have been a blowout. <laughs> yes. I thought it was going to be a two-touchdown game. I absolutely uh, I, I thought it could have been like one of those embarrassing games where like, you know, it's like 42 to 10 in the fourth quarter and Al and Chris are just can't come up with anything to it, say. So the, the two kind of, I guess, div, div, divergent elements of it were the Eagles starting to put together in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. And like, this is the day where we realized Jason Garrett's getting fired. That's what I thought was going to happen. Well, that didn't happen. Instead, we just found out the Redskins have never had a lead change. That's the big stat <laughs> of the day. Um, you know, Brian Baldinger said this, and and I, 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 
it's, I don't know, you know, it was interesting to me because a couple of weeks ago, I don't know if this is still the case, but a couple of weeks ago, the NFL was on pace for the most one score games in the history of football. Yeah, um, everything's been close, man. Right. Today and was so, the opposite of that. Right. Well, but, you know, when you think about that and you think about all the things that that come in with the luck factor when there's a one-score game, mm-hmm. I, I assume that, that they are still on track for that because they had such a big lead as far as NFL history and the one-score game thing. But at this point, the Eagles have had a chance to win a game or blew a game against the Panthers, the Cowboys, and then one, who was the, who was the other I mean, team? That Jags game wasn't like a blowout. I mean, that was a marginally close game. Right. It was... Uh, Oh, it was the Titans. It was the Titans. So no, they, <laughs> that's that, right. So they've they've had yeah, three. They've, they've yeah. had th- three chances that they haven't been able to close the deal. And I'm I'm really intrigued by just the luck factor of it all. The maybe the regression. You know, you get lucky. You know, I'm not saying the Eagles got lucky last year, but you know, they every team who wins Super Bowl gets lucky. In but they way. they were destroying teams last year. Yeah. And, and, and this, well, they were fully healthy. They had guys course, like Derek Cornett. They had a guy like Carson Wentz who was 100% healthy, went and tore his ACL and, and wasn't grooving could, back into things. You sneak up on teams schematically in yeah. your first year, everything else. But And, and I, I don't want to turn this into a Bears podcast, but that's what I liked about what the Bears have done this season mm-hmm. is that when if you're a really good team, and Aaron talks about this all the time, and like the football outsiders numbers speak to this. When you're a really good team, you beat the shit out of teams that are yeah. worse than you. Good teams destroy bad teams. And that's what you should do. It, it's, it really speaks to the quality of who you are as a, as, as a team in that season. And the Eagles just haven't been able to do it. Can I throw out one more stat that's completely unrelated to any of this, but I have to, because it's, uh, it's, I'm, I'm it's as incredible. Uh, yeah, I, I, saw, I saw this. All it's right. as incredible as Lay it the, on no, me. no, no, no uh, lead change thing. That Johnny Townsend, the Raiders punter, on a fake punt. I did not know the Raiders punter. The Raiders punter was named Johnny Townsend, by the way. Well, I did. If, you, I'll if, tell you, you, what. if you had told me his name was Johnny Townsend, I, I knew that for a very good reason. So uh, he reached a top speed of twenty point four miles per hour on his forty two yard fake punt run. That is faster <laughs> than any speed for Alvin Kamara or Kareem Hunt as a ball carrier. Uh, I came away from this more impressed about Alvin Kamara and Kareem Hunt to maximize their talents. <laughs> I, I think that's more about that those guys just don't get into the It open might field also that be often. more about next gen stats and their accuracy. You really think that's true? You do think I that think that that, that happens? No, no, no. You think that they're oh, just no, wrong? No, 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 no. I'm joking. It, I think I, it's, by the way, I know that Johnny Townsend is uh, the greatest punter because he went to my high school and middle school, I believe. That's that's a very good reason. But I think that's more about Johnny Townsend having like 30 yards of open field. Just be able to streak down, dude. What? How but, fast could we go? Oh, not fast. I right now, I yeah. am not fast. Right now, when were you fast? I ran a sub five. Oh, here I, we go. Again. I, I ran a sub five oh four. Here we go. I, I ran a sub five oh four when again. I was young. Okay. I uh, I cannot tell you what my forty time okay. would be right now. Okay. It would be slower than Jason Witten's. Okay. I think so, that'd be embarrassing. Rat to wrap up, Redskins percentage wise, winning the NFC East. At least like 65. Yeah, 75. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, it's kind of funny how completely flippant we were about the Redskins and how they weren't going to win the division like two weeks ago. Because they're a bad football team. Well, <laughs> like, I, I just, I, I, I know that it's embarrassing if you like went back and listened to it, it just how we were like putting the Eagles in there. The Redskins allowed, are a bad football they team. They allowed 501 yards, the Redskins stay, and then three points. They're not good. Hmm. They're just not good, man. Mm. Like I, I cannot wait. I'm. We're not going to be in Vegas when this happens. I was going to say I cannot wait to bet against the Redskins in a playoff game, but I'm not going to be in a spot where I can legally do it. So, sixteen to three, no lead changes here. All right, all right. Let's quickly go to stocks up, stocks up, and stocks down. We're going to start with the Titans. So weird, Dion Lewis revenge game in which he calls the Pats cheap afterwards. <laughs> They kind of are cheap, though. But that's I mean, the point. Yes, I, it's so true. But here's the thing: I, I understand. Dion By the Lewis's way, frustration. As, as as producer Craig points out, we are saying their name again. They're back. They're back. <laughs> the Titans are allowed on we the podcast. Talking about them. So they the the Pats are cheap, and I get why you don't want to pay Dion Lewis. But they also spent a first round pick on a running back. It's not as if the Patriots are some. Like bastion of value, like they're not value no, no. lords. They, are, right they now. are, they are value lords, and they 
that was a misstep. But they lost by 24 points to a team that has not looked like an NFL team some weeks. This is, we're just, we just talked about the Redskins. We talked about mm-hmm. the Redskins' style of winning games. Corey Davis, 125 yards today. Corey Davis is really good. Yeah. I wish he was on a team that allowed him to be really good all the time. He's a fantastically talented player. But this reminded me of a weird Redskins win in the sense that <laughs> there were no lead changes. <laughs> <laughs> there were no lead changes. The Titans' defense is good pretty much every week. Yeah. They get a lot of stops. They're very talented. They've played extremely well. I think that Dean Pease is criminally underrated as a, def- as a defense coordinator. Like, I just do. But they aren't good. <laughs> it's the same thing with Washington. Every once in a while, you're going to have these games where the defense has a certain kind of a bar they clear every week mm-hmm. in terms of how well they play. And then every once in a while, you also have NFL players on your offense and you're going to score some points. So that's what it reminded me of. Their, their defense has played well week in and week out. They've ne- they have not gotten blown out this entire season. And every once in a while, an NFL offense is going to show up. I don't necessarily believe in the Titans after this, but that's what it reminded me of. Did you see Vrabel own Belichick on mm-hmm. the re- double reverse thing? No, so, so someone's very excited outside. They're excited about our live show it's, it's, tomorrow it's, it's, night. it's a Sunday night. They're excited about <laughs> our, our live show here at Caesars Palace. Um, so the, the Patriots ran just an amateur hour reverse play. And, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was the one that where no Brady caught a reverse pass today, though. Yeah. So Vrabel was asked why he did why he also ran a double reverse, and he said, "I wanted to see if it looked any better than theirs." Because Mariota caught that ball. Yeah, he they, sure they, did. They ran the same thing. It again. I, I think their defense has played extremely well. I think they have talent on defense. Really, the only weak link has been Malcolm Butler's played terrible, but for the most part, they have a lot of competent guys on that side of the ball. And every once in a while, I think you're going to stumble into a game like this. I, I didn't watch that game and think this team is better than like the, than the Texans. That, that was not my takeaway. I just think that every once in a while when your defense is good, you can r- fall into a game like this. Do you think that um, giving Tom Brady more targets and more receptions rather than Chris Hogan is a bad strategy? Yes, I do. Okay. Do do we want to talk about the Titans' chances, or do we just think this is like a just? A <sighs> I need to see more. I mean, they beat yeah. a weird, dead on arrival Cowboys team last week that looked like they were going to get Jason Garrett fired, and <laughs> the, the, the Titans get you fired is essentially what's happening. Yeah, I don't ex- think except if you're Bill Belichick. I don't think Bill Belichick is. That's every other team that the Titans get you fired. That they're that team this season. Yeah, I, I I have to see more from the Titans. I mean, the, the do whole, you still would you be more afraid of the Texans than you are of the Titans at this point? I guess is what I'd ask you. Would I be more afraid if you're an AFC? Oh, oh, if, if, if you're an AFC playoff team, if I'm an AFC playoff team, I would rather play the Titans because I think, I think so that too. there's a Deshaun Watson heat check. There's there's a new Deshaun Watson like JJ Watt element that does not exist. JJ Watt wrecking your shit. Deshaun Watson inexplicably throwing six incredible forty-yard touchdowns. Uh, we're, we're on the we're on the same page. Here, We've seen sure. it before. Yeah. All right. Before we move on, let's take a quick break. Did you get the Yahoo Sports mobile app yet? Are you ready for live football on your phone? With the Yahoo Sports mobile app, you get live local and primetime NFL games all season long. Never miss your local game. Never miss a big national matchup. All you need is the Yahoo Sports app. Seriously, go get the app. It's your ticket to watching live NFL games wherever you want. It's all football and all yours. Watch live NFL games on the Yahoo Sports mobile app. Cabo Control Center with Universal Remote makes everything you have connected to the TV, including the remote control, easy for the whole family to use. Cabo Control Center is the first truly universal TV remote control for your entire home theater. Plus, you can connect up to four devices like live TV, cable, DVR, game consoles, Apple TV, Roku, and more, plus a sound system. Once you connect Control Center, you can use the all-in-one voice-activated TV remote to control everything that's connected to your TV. Just ask, relax and enjoy. The Cabo Control Center lets you conduct true universal search across all your apps and subscriptions and centralizes all your content in one place so it's easy to find what you want to watch. It's simple to set up, family-friendly, and works with Google Voice and Amazon Alexa. Plus, shipping is free and comes with a 30-day guarantee. I got the Cabo 
It's a life changer. I have everything hooked up into one thing. I don't have to fumble around with a bunch of different remotes, changing things around. How many remotes do you have? Do you have trouble remembering what's on which HDMI port? Do you need to stop what you're doing to help the kids watch a movie or hope nobody presses the wrong button? Shop now at Cavo.com and use promo code NFL for 20% off. That's C-A-A-V-O.com, promo code NFL. Now back to the show. Let's move on to our next stock up, the Chiefs-Rams mega matchup. It's intact. We didn't know if it was going to be intact. Two weird games from both of these teams. So this is the type of game. We've talked about this a lot with the Rams. And when they lost to the Saints last week, it kind of went away. But it's what I've been saying all year. You absolutely can lose that game today against Seattle. there's There's so many moments where you can lose that game. And they just don't. They, it's that Dante Fowler strip sack. They, they get an easy touchdown as a result. It just seems like they've done this all season. And I expected their defense to be better. Yeah. I, I did not expect it to be 36, 31 games left and right. But that's what they've done all year. And this Chiefs game, what, what do, do you think that it was just a random kind of misstep, kind of like rut from the Chiefs today? Or do you think that they were going to be capable of this type of game at some point over the second half? I mean, do you think that you're going to you know, see... You they won by two touchdowns. Well, yes, but their their offense was not rolling no, the way it normally was, is. it was... Patrick Mahomes is not going to tie the all-time record for 300-yard games. And what's funny to me is that we just... I don't know. I mean, like, that was a disappointment that he's, that he's yes. not going to reach Drew Brees' all-time mark because his default, literally his default, has been 300-yard games. Well, we just expect them to roll over everyone. Yeah. We expect them you know to have no like, roadblocks at all. I know that, obviously, Drew Brees is a good comparison, but it actually reminds me of the Tebow Gators where he would just have... <laughs> I'm excited by this. Well, no, he would just have, like, <laughs> two rushing... This is obviously not what Mahomes does, but he would, ha- like... Tebow would always have like six total touchdowns and like, yeah. and Percy Harvin would have these like reverses for, and they would did win every the game. Same, you see the Saints try to do the Tebow jump pass yeah, today I with did. Asimov? I did. Yeah. But it, but you get in this default where like when Tebow would have two touchdowns and no interceptions instead of seven total touchdowns yeah. with, with three of them on the ground, we'd be like, what's up with the Gators? <laughs> and I would do that because I hate the Florida Gators. And so every time they would beat Arkansas by like a touchdown, I'd be like, they're cracking, man. They are cracking. And then they is that, just win the national championship. Is that your, like, is that your hated Florida team growing up? Like- oh no, they're both Florida and Florida State. It's really? A, it's, yeah, it's a triangle of hate. So did you grow up as as a Hurricanes fan or no? I kind of grew up. I was a member of the resistance, the anti-Florida and Florida State resistance. So I aligned with Miami. My parents were not Gators or Seminoles. So you end up just rooting against everybody. Because your dad taught at UCF, right? My dad teaches at UCF. Yeah, so, yeah, teaches so, the, all right. He teaches the Griffin brothers at UCF. But no, both of them. My mom went to Maryland. Okay. Yeah. That's they're so both weird. In the, uh, the Washington, D.C. area. But they're not Redskins fans. <laughs> <laughs> for obvious reasons. I, I did not grow up as a, a college football fan, period, because I'm from Illinois and the Chicago suburbs where we have no college football. Yeah. So it's either Notre Dame or nothing. So I'm That's always a ca- tough break for you, bro. I, it's, it's okay. My family actually has a lot of Notre Dame fans. My great-grandfather played football for Notre Dame. Really? Yeah. The, and there are very few things I can learn about you at this like point in our lives together. And yeah, that is when a, that I, when is I went one. to Miami, there were a couple of... Uh, folks in my sort of extended universe who were thought that was a betrayal of the Notre Dame lineage <laughs> in my family. Good, Miami. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I was a Michigan sympathizer. That's how I would describe Is my this like when you were youth. a Tampa Bay Bucks fan because of John Lynch? No, I was a Tampa Bay Bucks fan because of Mike Allstott. Oh my God. Okay. He, he's from, Chica- right. he's this, from the Chicago area. That's the reason. All, All right. right. So the Chiefs and the Rams play next week. We're going to get really into it I'm, I'm later, really later this I'm, week. I'm very pumped. But it's intact. There's no no trap game. <laughs> They're gonna score hundred points. No trap game in the in the thin air. Yeah, they score hundred points. One of the Rams are, are in uh, are in Colorado Springs or something, training for the thin air this week. Really? Yeah, Air Force Academy. Um, okay, yeah. So they're they're th- training in the thin air. It, Adam Jeffrey had the note. I thought it was interesting. Um, both teams asked to play Denver this week, and the NFL said no. Teams are such next level now. Like, it's amazing. It's like when the... Well, no, it's actually funny because those are two of the most forward-thinking franchises. Yes. And so, like, if it was the Lions, they would not have thought about that. No. But, like, when the Chargers 
went to Cleveland and then stayed yeah. and, and, and when they went to London. Things like that. So, These are things teams well, wouldn't well, have done the, five the other, years ago. I mean, the, the teams have practiced at the Greenbrier. I remember yes. the Cardinals practiced yes. at the Greenbrier and they got their ass kicked by Landry Jones <laughs> when they were really good. When they were really good. That was one of the uglier football games I can ever remember. Was the only were, people I who were there the entire so week were me and Peter King and then the beat writer. It was wild. I can't remember where I watched that game. I think I, I might have been in Los Angeles. And I think I watched it at the parlor in Hollywood. I just it, it was such a terrible football game that I just remember it vividly. All right. It was an unwatchable game. Well, anything you're excited to watch for for this week as far as the preparation for this goes or anything like that before we start you know, getting into the actual matchup this weekend? Not really. I think I'm, I'm excited about the particulars. Yeah. The, how, how they're going to score, how both teams are going to attack each other. I mean, I just think that the Rams are going to be able to move the ball without any sort of like impediment. I think that yeah. you pick your well. I, Cooper Cup's hurt now. You feel hurt. You you pick your wide receiver to pick on like which on yeah. Marcus Peters everything else. I just think that it's gonna you can't make the over under in that game high enough because the Chiefs have I think the obviously this is hurt because teams are running against them late when they have to throw so the Chiefs aren't defending the run mm-hmm. but their run defense is garbage. I mean Todd Gurley's gonna be able to do whatever he wants. We, we'll get into it later, but I'm very excited about watching that game. All right, lastly, the Bears. Mitch Trubisky is the best quarterback in the history of football. Take it away. I needed this from them today. I mean, I, I said <laughs> Emotionally it this, or football-wise? No, I I, we, we were talking about before we went on. I think that when you are a very— uh, When you're a playoff team, when you're a real NFL team, mm-hmm. you beat the shit out of teams that are worse than mm-hmm. you. And the score today is closer than the actual game was. They destroyed the Lions today. And that's what you need. I, I just I need easy Allen Robinson touchdowns. I need sacks left and right. Y- you should beat teams that are bad by at least two scores when you're a playoff team. And that's exactly what the Bears have done over the last three weeks. They're six and three, man, with a point differential that's actually super impressive. Like it, this is, I don't know. I, I'm starting to get a little bit excited about it. The, next week's game is huge. They play the Vikings at home on Sunday night. And the Vikings are starting to put it together. That's going to be one where I think I learn a lot. But this is the type of game I needed. They need to play like this against teams that are worse. That's it. Flat out. And they've continued to do it. So if speak- they win that Miami game, they're 7-2. and two. Speaking of the playoffs, let's get to our first stock down. It's the sixth playoff spot in the AFC. Currently held by the Cincinnati Bengals. Last seen, you know, it's, I wrote this a couple weeks ago, but I want to bring it up. It was not about this, but I saw TV interview with the boxer, uh, Anthony Joshua, a couple of months ago, I think before he fought Joseph Parker. You watch so much weird boxing stuff. It's not just weird boxing stuff. I like the dumbest sports now. <laughs> You're, the amount of boxing information you intake is but very I, similar I to when that, I lived with Rafe Bartholomew and he was watching weird fights that he had to stream at 1 a.m. The thing is, is that I know as much about boxing as I do about golf or MMA or even that's, basketball. It's, it's golf. Or even basketball. But, but the thing is, is that the, the boxing stuff is so much more applicable because it's just like pure, raw competition. That's fair. I mean, and, and the golf stuff is just being an old white person. Like right. Now, but like, now that we've I'm hit never, our 30s, like it makes I, sense. There's never anything like that Matt Kuchar is going to say that I'm going to be like, this is exactly, this is exactly like <laughs> this. You don't think like Matt Kuchar is that interesting? No, but I'm just saying from a competition I, standpoint, I, I understand. the yes. fighting aspect of it is so interesting because it's just the most pure version of competition. No, I, I get it. And so the point is that God, you've gotten so weird. 25 year old, you would be so confused about your life. Now nah, I've always liked boxing. Um, it's the golf is the problem. <laughs> it's the, go- it's the, golf the golf is the one. It's the, like my favorite sports have always been football and basketball. And that remains true. The problem is like the fringe. Like I d- don't have any idea what's going on in baseball or hockey right now. Yeah. yeah. But I, could, hockey. I, I could tell you anything about golf, boxing, MMA, or even like some of the, have you watched every stuff. magic game this season? Yeah. At least half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm they not. just pasted the Knicks. Pasted them. <laughs> Absolutely pasted them. The tone right. with which you said that is incredible. Well, Let's no, go. I mean, I just feel like I just feel like we're not giving <laughs> they they're just acting paste, like they well, just pasted we have the people, Knicks. We have people inside the ringer who like when whenever the Magic win a game, they're calling for the coach, the opposing coach to be fired, like the damn Titans. <laughs> and I just don't think we're that bad. So, so I, I I I was tweeting about this yesterday uh, about NBA jerseys. The yeah. the Heat. Vice jerseys are awesome, and yeah. I just think they should wear them every game. Yeah, you called for a new job. Do new job I, I will be the the jerseys are? Do you think that the Magic should just wear the pinstripes? Yeah, right now? but I heard you can't do that. 
You can't. I, so the NFL has a rule you can't go back to your old jerseys. Within a certain amount of time. That's why the Rams can't just wear the yellow and blue yeah. every game. And so, well, no, I thought that you have to like change it a little bit. I thought but that was... A, I don't know I thought the rule in both sports was that you had to change it at least a little bit for marketing purposes so you, you uh, can sell the throwbacks. Okay, there. that makes sense. Or it might be an unofficial rule. The, that's the Magic why, Pinstripes are the correct jersey, though. Uh, you agree with this? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, but we, ha- right. we have pinstripes on our current jersey. It's just a modified version. Yeah, it's not Don't the same. Qu- I'm going to look up that rule. I, it's one of the leagues, either the NBA or the NFL has a rule that you literally cannot go back to your to your old jerseys so okay. that you can sell the you old sell jerseys. Sell the other ones. Now, All right, so, wait, I need to finish the point. But this, I, I would love to hear what you think that, who would you want as that sixth AFC wait, a- a- team? Hold on. It's about the Bengals. I didn't. People are going to be like, he started a boxing point twenty minutes ago. No, but it was it was his line that I think about a lot, where he said that he said that the, the they said, "What are you going for?" He's the heavyweight champion of the world, and he's like, the, "My goal in life, like the true mastery, true mastery, the definition of it is to make an a professional look like an amateur." And I should really like that. Yeah. yeah. You're not getting that from, from Justin Rose. That, that just reminds me of GGG fights like three right. years ago, but yeah. But, but, or Anthony Joshua fights now. But the point is when I watched that damn Saints Bengals game today, I got those vibes. That's exactly what it was. I mean, that, and, and this is, they weren't playing the Bills who won, by the way. By a they, lot. <laughs> they lost 51 to 14. They looked. Like they might be amateurs, dude. It was not good. It, that that game was really setting up to to be like this. Yeah, I was talking about it with Bill on his podcast last week. Every way that the Bengals could beat the Saints was not available to them. Yeah. Today, so it, it's not surprising that it wasn't close. It's surprising it was fifty-one to fourteen. All right. So if we're looking at that sixth spot, oh god. Oh, by the way, the, the second part of this is that the, the Dolphins got their ass kicked by the Packers. Who is the team you would like to? So essentially, okay. This, so let, this let's, is the let's team let's you don't down. want to watch on Wildcard Bangles, Weekend: Bengals, Titans, Dolphins, Ravens, and then the damn Colts, and then the damn Browns. Okay, this is insane that we're gonna have to watch one of these so, teams in the playoffs. Here's the th- here, here's 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 the thing: if the Patriots get the three seed, and they will, right? No, if this Patriots or Steelers get the three seed. We're, we're giving the Chiefs the one seed, even though who knows I mean, the rest of the it's season. It's probably over, man. I mean, the Patriots yeah. have three losses. No, but I'm talking about the, the second seed. That's what I'm saying. The, the Chiefs, I think you can just write it no, in. No, no, right. But I'm saying that the Steelers have two losses right oh, now. Oh, yeah. And, I, right. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that either the Steelers or the Patriots will be in that slot, and they're going to beat whoever it is anyway. The concern is if somehow the Texans end up in that three seed. And then you're getting Texans Bengals, which we've gotten before. Texans Titans. <laughs> you remember that game? That was the TJ Yates oh, game. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Texans TJ Yates, JJ Watt pick six game. Texans Titans, Dolphins Texans. These are the types of games that should not be televised. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious when the Texans play the Bengals in that playoff game and it gets a higher number than any NBA Finals game. Which happened the other day with Rodgers Brady, it's, it's, it's by the gonna, way. It's going to be great. All right. So, anyway, no one watched that game. All right. Real quick, Rams defense. What, what do you, do you I say? Two hundred and twenty rushing yards. So allowed, obviously. That Dante Fowler, weird. Even though he redeemed himself, weird personal foul. The, uh, the two hundred twenty rushing yards. They Wade Phillips has essentially punted on run defense for the last five years, mm-hmm. and in this day and age, that's okay. I mean, you'd much rather be a great pass defense, but when you also allow teams to do whatever they want through the air, then it, you can't just punt run defense. I, It's shocking how middling they've been. I am very surprised by it. But I also think that there are no good defenses in the NFL besides the one that plays for my team. So I just don't know if it matters. Did you see Khalil Mack today? Yes, I did. <laughs> I'm starting I, to think that's a good trade. I, uh, I missed him and Allen Robinson so much. It's one of those things like you watch that Bears offense and mm-hmm. they have so many weapons and they just throw the ball around to everybody. There's no target monsters. There's no kind of focus in who gets the ball. Uh-huh. And then Allen Robinson shows up today. It's like, oh yeah, Allen Robinson's like one of the 10 best receivers in the NFL. Did you see the quote that John Gruden, or not the John, yeah, the, uh, the Raiders quote from, I think, Matt Schneiderman that one 
Raiders veteran said to the other, I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe that is I, why haven't all of them said that? It just seems like that's something they would say to each other every single well, day. Well, now they're just saying it openly in the locker room. How about Aaron Donald and, and Justin Brick going at so it? So he was pissed. Did you see that play? Yeah, I saw it. When I mean, he pushed him from behind and I, it's been a while since I've seen an NFL player react like that. Yeah. He, I, he really wanted to fight him. I love this though. I, I ju- I'm just watching this clip right now. After the, da- the, the dapping he put, up, he put his helmet on. Oh no, but he also was dapping up guys. And then he was like, I right, hold on. I got to go fight this guy real quick. He put his helmet back on just in case. Well, what the, he's got his helmet on. Well, I, I don't, it's a smart choice. I just can't believe he did that. Aaron Donald is. I think that I think that in having your helmet five on of dudes I want to fight. I think NFL. having your helmet on signifies you don't want to actually fight. I get no. Nah, it's for me. It's more even in the playing field because every no. Nah, because you, if you take your helmet off, then you're like you, you have to take your helmet off, and then once that happens, we're gonna fight. It's like the, uh, like the Andre Johnson, uh, Colton Finnegan type deal. Yeah. Well, the, so uh, have you? There's a. Um, there's a I saw Henry Rollins years ago on a on a speaking tour and he, he's amazing. He does these like <laughs> fake stand-up things or just him bullshitting and they're amazing. But he was talking about how it was like when he was doing nothing but like punk rock stuff and it was awesome. And but he's talking about how like the greatest change in a confrontation in a, especially on the road is as soon as the car door opens because once the car door opens <laughs> it's, it's there so is true. no coming back from it's that. So true. You've escalated it to the point that no, anything can happen. Yep. If you keep the car door closed, yep. there will be no confrontation. It, as soon as it goes, there's a huge problem. It's the only time I've ever been like afraid of my dad. We there, he opened the car door. We somebody came up to like somebody. Yeah. We we got a little like tiff in yeah. traffic, and someone came up to the car door, and he was he was a very like never would escalate a situation. Yeah, but the guy started yelling at me. In the passenger oh, seat, and my dad opened the car door, problem. and the dude like, <laughs> my father was a huge man, yeah. and the guy just ran back to his car. The, it was Aaron, the Aaron Donald of Road it, 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 it was it was hilarious. So, uh, have you ever read Our Bank Could Be Your Life, the Michael Rasmussen uh, book? No, I have not. the The Black Flag chapter is yeah. just like next level stuff. Like what Henry Rollins has seen in his yeah. life. Yeah, that is the him and Aaron Donald are on my top ten guys I would not want to ever fight. All right, before we move on, let's take one more quick break. KiwiCo creates super cool hands-on projects for kids that make learning about STEAM fun. KiwiCo projects are designed to spark creativity, tinkering, and learning in kids of all ages. They inspire kids to see themselves as makers and to develop creative confidence to change the world through engineering and creating their own innovative designs and outcomes. Their mission is to empower kids, not just to make a project but to make a difference. KiwiCo makes the perfect gift for kids in your life. Each month, they'll receive a fun, engaging new product, which will help develop their creativity and confidence. KiwiCo has six lines of projects to choose from, like the Tadpole Crate for kids zero to two, all the way up to the Tinker Crate for teens. KiwiCo makes a great gift this holiday season. KiwiCo is offering today's listeners the chance to try them for free just in time for the holiday season. To redeem this offer and learn more about the projects for kids, visit kiwico.com NFL. That's kiwico.com NFL to try them out for free. Now back to the show. All right, stock down the Jets. That today was embarrassing. Yeah, that's pretty much it. it. It's, I, mean, it I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if by the time this comes out, we don't have Todd Bowles as a coach anymore. I just want to speak generally. First of all, did you see the trip, the tri- the, the the three holding penalties on one play? <laughs> yes, it was incredible. <laughs> it's so it, we we've talked about this a lot all season, mm. right? It, it's the idea of. If you draft a quarterback or you Yeah, have- I was going to say that. I just want to say that I was going to say that and then I remembered the three penalty thing and that was so much funnier to me. <laughs> so I abandoned that very salient point. When, Go ahead. When you have, I mean, you know, we watched what the Bears did or like, let's just bring it to a better team. What the Rams did with Goff. Mm. You have a guy you drafted first overall. You bring in a coach in order to maximize it. And we've seen it all over the league. What the Bears have done with Trubisky, yeah. even though he's not good, they brought in the coach to essentially give him the best chance possible. Yeah. And then you have the Jets, the Cardinals, and the Browns, I'll say, draft quarterbacks in the top 10. They'd be like, good luck, buddy. 
that's more or less what's happened. Yeah. And it's just Jeremy it, Bates, it, dude. It, it can't be possible. Are you serious it, with this Jeremy Bates? He I, I know Donald didn't play today, but the infrastructure that what am I doing in these tabs? <laughs> I have my laptop open just so the listener knows this. And I have Richard Nixon's Wikipedia page. <laughs> that, that was amazing. I was not I was not expecting that. But yeah, it's it, there's no way you can justify what the Jets have done with their top three pick at quarterback. Yeah. I mean, they made five trades or something like that in order to get up there. And they've thrown Darnold to this team. And it's it's just not okay. Like, you need to hire an offensive-minded head coach and you need to start over. And it's it was very clear today. Or hire a defensive-minded head coach and hire, like, a competent offensive coordinator who's not Jeremy Bates. I, I, I mean, that used to be okay. And I... I think Barnwell's written about this, but it, just the idea that even if you hire a defensive minded head coach, often like o- like jumps on offense will happen with a defensive minded head coach if, yeah. if you hire the right coordinator. But I just think what's happened with McVay, with Matt Nagy, well, with everything also, else, that it's just, we're not going to see that. But can I tell you the, the flip side of that? I don't know if it's necessarily about that. I think it's that just the best offensive minds now become head coaches. So yeah, if you're yeah, going yes. to get the best offensive mind, he's not going to take a coordinator job because he's going to have three head coaching offers. The only if, one that's... If, you're, if yeah. you're just crushing it right now as an offensive coordinator, you're going to have so many head coaching jobs that being the head, the offensive coordinator for, for the Jets under some sort of defensive wizard is not ideal in the least. I'm, I'm with you. If you're, if you're so, you know, a good example is like, you know, if maybe, maybe five years ago, someone like John DiFilippo would That's be, exactly would be, be able to be poached yep. and you'd say, you know, what? we're going to bring in John DiFilippo and we're going to, we're going to install, I don't know, some, who, who, who is some hot defensive coordinator. There are none. There are none. There That's are the none. problem. Football yeah. is, That's is, the problem. Yeah. Football is just completely done. Um, I, I'm trying to think here. Um, you, there literally aren't any. Uh, the the, the hot defensive coordinators, you know, the two best defenses in the NFL that I've watched this year want like Vic Fangio ain't getting yeah, the head and coaching Wade job. <laughs> yeah. Vic Fangio, Wade Phillips, and like Wink Martindale. I mean, it's, oh, no. Wink Martindale. I love that guy. I'm in. <laughs> the, those are the names. And those guys aren't getting head coaching we're gonna, jobs. We're going to pair Todd Monken with Wink Martindale. <laughs> All right. Uh, and it, Speaking so, of Todd Monken, let's get there. Let's get there. So let's quickly do the challenge flags. Uh, Derek Cutter took took over play calling responsibility uh, from the... <laughs> Sorry. I'm just waiting for you to say it. From the uh, top three offense coordinator? Nah, not this. I mean, he's been really good, but top three is... That's a hard kind of list if you if you don't include head coaches maybe then i think okay that, that, the that point list, is, that list is okay your, yeah the point Nor- is north turner good, john de filippo and him would probably good, be three names good offensive there. coordinator todd monken is yes. no longer playing calling plays he dirk cutter was asked about it and he said i have my reasons Dirk cutter's reasons are i'm gonna get fired anyway and i don't care anymore he clearly just hates todd monken right like that's the only reason you do that so i wrote about this uh this week just the the Bucks coaching vacancy, which yeah. we assume will be vacant very soon. I think that if you're the Bucks, you should hire a defensive minded head coach, which we just talked about how that's not a thing anymore. But just, they're gonna hire Wade Phillips. But <laughs> pairing with Todd Munkin, it just happened. What if you are if you're the Bucks ownership right now, if you're the Glazers, mm-hmm. you absolutely keep Todd Munkin as your offensive coordinator while hiring a defensive minded head coach, don't yeah, you? You do. I mean, I, I why wouldn't you? I think that we've seen that work out a couple times recently. And the Bears are the best example. It, you, Matt Nagy comes in and he looked at the defense and was like, that's just a good situation. I'm going to keep it. And I think that's what the Bucs should do. I really do. And that's why there's so much irony in Dirk Cutter deciding that the offense is the problem with this team. You know, there's a lot of... The Glazer family's having some trouble this year because they've got some Manchester United coaching issues as well. So They lose today? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was one nothing last time. Oh before. boy, did they ever? Um, they they're probably it's one of those things where it's like those Michigan Ohio State deals where where we, like every once in a while one team just gets a huge edge and they just go yeah. years without it. Like that's sort of without a What's win. Right that's now? Yeah. that's probably in the cards for the next few years. Have you watched the All or Nothing? I have. It's fantastic. I mean, it's I'm a soccer person in a way that you're not. I don't watch it as much, but every time I engage with soccer content, I'm always sad I don't do it more. It's a hell of a time. It's probably because you lived your 20s on the West Coast. 
That's fair. It's yeah. really hard. Yeah. I, I watched Liverpool uh, Arsenal last week and I was like, why don't I do this more often? If you it, lived in I really enjoy this. I liked I obviously fell in love with it when I was living in Florida and, and I, we, I was lucky enough to go to a, a handful of games when I was in high school. We would fly over there on spring break and However, uh, once you live in New York and there's just, you know, people on the street and there's bars for every team, that's when you really like. I, 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 it was my favorite. It was my favorite sports. I lived in that. London. I mean, but, I, I, yeah. my, my buddies over there, well, it was a, he was a huge Liverpool fan. And I, I got into it then. And then for whatever reason, it just vacillates. And I, I also think that I can't watch more sports on the weekend than I do currently. So it's, that's the problem is that I feel like it, it would ruin my life. But. You know, you could get into boxing. The best part, the best part about boxing. <laughs> Anthony Joshua. No, 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 dude, dude, dude. The best, here's the best part about boxing. It's true of MMA too. You can be super up on the sport, at least the t- upper echelon of the sport. And you watch like one fight every two weeks. It's insanely, right it's an insanely, un, in, time consu- consumption wise, it's very efficient. That's what I should do with soccer. I'll, just, yeah. I'll, do, I'll do the one game a week yeah, at like 7 a.m. on Saturday. Is, the problem is you can't really get a grasp of everything without it. Boxing, you need to watch like yeah. every title and fight and you like, it takes an hour. I'm, I'm up at 7 a.m. now. I'm an old man, so it's totally fine. Okay. All right, uh, the the, the, the Bucks are, are, do we have any interest in them? No. Do you, I think that with the right head coach, they can be a reasonable team. I honestly do. I, I think agree. they have enough they, talent. They there. need to figure out the quarterback but, thing. And that, the court, we've talked about that a lot too. And it's, to me, it's about the quarterback thing. And I also think they will have a new general manager. They have, they have good talent. They have good talent. They've they have got, good talent. They, you offense. know what else they have? They have a lot of huge freaking contacts, dude. But they can get out from most of them. Yeah. Almost every single well, one then of their they, big then deals. They have, then they don't have that much talent anymore. They either have. Yeah, but a lot of those contracts are on defense. The you JP, mean like Gerald the, McCoy? The, the JPP deal. Yeah, Mike, I, would, Mike, I, wouldn't Mike, cut, Mike I wouldn't cut Gerald McCoy, but they can cut JPP for no dead money. Stuff like that. Like they, There are moves to be made. They just signed Ali Marpet a to a deal, to a bigger deal. Ali Marpet, Ryan Jensen has a really big contract. I mean, they, they've doled out some cash. They're, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Light was trying to keep his job this year. All right. What's our other challenge like? The damn Atlanta Falcons. The Cleveland Browns had an amazing game today. All I wanted from the Falcons was for them to be the team they were last week in Washington, because instead they let every Nick time Chubb. Well, that that I mean, Nick Chubb's just playing good. He's really good. It's Nick Chubb is just playing good. I love one of my favorite moments of the NFL season is that <laughs> John Dorsey was so frustrated with the Nick Chubb uh, Carlos Hyde situation that he literally just traded. Carlos hide away. Just get him out. It's like, that's what he needed to do to get Nick Chubb more carries. Just get him out. I kind of like that. I love it. I, I mean, it makes total sense, but Nick Chubb was the second most physically capable, most physically impressive running back of this draft. Behind Saquon. Yes. I mean, Saquon's generational. Saquon's once in a decade. Here we go. But I mean, physically. Yeah. I mean, and Nick Chubb is not that far away. It's He's incredibly talented and it's watching him and Baker with a real offensive coordinator next year is going to be super enjoyable. I'm looking forward to it. Falcons offense, huh? They the way they played against Washington last week. You think, all right, maybe they're over the out of the dome stuff. Maybe they can p- travel with that offense. Maybe they're going to be kind of the scary lurking team in the NFC wildcard mm-hmm. race. None of those things are true. Nope. I part of me when everything kind of went south you know, two weeks into the year and Debo goes down, Rico Allen gets hurt and Keanu Neal. It's like, I just want them to lose every game. And then they look like they've looked over the last couple of weeks. It's like, uh, maybe, I mean, who's the wildcard team in the NFC if it's not them and Seattle lost today, everything else. And then they play like they did today. And I just want them to lose every game because I want them to get a top seven pick because I think that if they have so much talent, are you still doing the guard thing? Nah, okay. I, I, they need they need a defensive player, but yes, I I I, I did the guard thing because I needed to for my own personal brand. Your brand, no, I yeah, know they definitely should pick a defensive player with like the eighth overall pick. All right, tomorrow's headlines: everybody gets fired. Yeah, this this seemed like the week. The Jets, uh, Bengal. I mean, what do you think is going to happen with Marvin Lewis? It just seems like uh, the, I mean they have the sixth playoff spot right now, my man. The way they played today, I just don't think you can do that. Even if they make this, even if they get the wild card, and even if they're the six seed in the AFC, can you honestly trot him back out? Uh, yes. If I you're mean, the Bengals, well, how many can, how many times are we going to have to go through this? Yes, of course this, they this, can. they are completely shameless about this. But when when was the last time they had a game like this though? 
When was the last time you can remember them getting embarrassed like they did today? I mean, they're the Bengals. They've been embarrassed a lot. They've been solid That's over the largely, last five years. Though. Largely their brand. They've been solid over the last five years. They, yeah. They've been a reasonable I NFL think that team. Marvin Lewis is a really good coach. And I would go as far as to say, I don't want to drop this take in minute 59 or whatever we're at because it's a, it's an incredible 48. take. So lay it down. I would go as far to say that if I was a desperate franchise, I would hire Marvin Lewis for three years. I don't disagree with you. I understand your reasoning. It's because he can get you to competency very quickly. I would like to see him at like, because if, if what he did to the Bengals, he could do, and it's it's the horse is out of the barn now because of John Dorsey. But if the Browns had been like, Marvin, fix this. I think he could have done it and gotten them to eight wins. Here's your team and we'll bring it back around. What if Marvin Lewis took the Buccaneers job and yeah, kept Todd Monken? That was my thought. I don't Did we that. just fix the Buccaneers? I think we did. In, 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 in minute 50 of our and, podcast. And Marvin Lewis takes over Manchester United at the same time. <laughs> Could you imagine? I mean, it seems to be better than whatever they've got going on right now. Could you imagine they get to the Champions League final every year and just lose? <laughs> Just lose, just the, get blown what, what, out. What's, what's the soccer equivalent of nine and seven and losing in the first round of the playoffs? Well, unfortunately, it's it's not. It, it, you don't get to the playoffs in the <laughs> in that situation. All right, is that all we got? Uh, that's it. Come to the live show. Yeah, please come if you're in Vegas. We'll, we'll, nine o'clock tomorrow, Caesar's mm-hmm. Palace. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will we'll be talking about football. There are like ads in the casino. I saw that. It's, it's very strange. I, I saw that. I, my life is something I did not, never understood that we get to this place. But unfortunately, here we are. Unfortunately? I guess fortunately. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. I just, it's, it's still odd. All right. That'll do it for the Ringer NFL Show. We'll be back on Thursday. Today's show is sponsored by Cavo. The Cavo Control Center is the first truly universal remote control for your entire home theater. Connect up to four devices and centralize all your content in one place so that you can easily find what you want to watch when you want it. It's a simple setup and shipping is free. Shop now at Cavo.com and use promo code NFL for 20% off. That's C-A-A-V-O.com, promo code NFL for 20% off.